Hey nerds, if you like what we do here on One Podcast for Nerds, remember you can always support us through the ACAST supporting system to which you can find a link to in the description below of every episode. It's only a minimum of three US dollars, but no commitment. We also sell mugs, which you can find at mainjams.com, and I would describe them with Nolan's trademark slogan, having a good hand feel. They're great for coffee, tea, when you're streaming, gaming, or just doing nerdy shit. Alright, let's get to the show. Play that intro. What's up, everybody, and welcome to episode 34 of One Podcast for Nerds. I'm your host, as always, Andrew, and with me, as usual, is Austin. Hello. Nolan. That's me. And if you are lucky enough, you could be watching us live on Twitch this episode, as we will be streaming future episodes every Saturday, starting at usually 7 p.m., except for today, because someone's an asshole. Yep. He was. He was an asshole. Wasn't me. No, it wasn't me. It wasn't me either. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody um, who comes in like five minutes till before the store closes, I'm sorry, but you're an asshole, right? That's just how it goes. It's not me. Oh, I feel the same way at the liquor store, man. I lock that. I turn the lights off five two. I was about uh, to lock the door, and the motherfucker just walked past me. I was like, "You, like I, mean, I said, I you should, you know, I mean, it's Canada, but stand your ground, just." Poke his eyes out with like the corner of an album and come the fuck <laughs> off. Start throwing uh, vinyl at him like it's like, like uh, Shaun of, of the, the Dead. Dead. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'll be your Nick Frost. <laughs> Hell yeah. Remember, remember, you can always follow us on Twitch and Instagram at One Podcast for Nerds, uh, as well as you can email us at One Podcast for Nerds at gmail.com. That's number one, number four. You can find those in the description below. As well as you can support us through the ACAST supporting system. You can find a link to that below. And as always, you can buy one podcast for a mug from mainjams.com. Again, you can find that in the descriptions below. All right. So I got all that crap out of the way. So Spider-Man 2 trailer came out since uh, since we last talked, I believe. And it was highly anticipated. It was originally released in a theater in California, simultaneously getting released globally on YouTube and wherever else you decide to watch that shit. Thoughts? Um, I still stand my ground. I think the other two Spider-Mans are going to be in there. Me because too. there's a wide shot, you know, like a really, really wide shot for just one Spider-Man to be in it. And then if you're watching really closely, one second, Andrew, I see your face. If you're watching really I know, closely. <laughs> I know what you're going to say. Um, you see Lizard jumping up and then all of a sudden just like kind of like get kicked by fucking nothing and just like okay, fall over so, backwards. So first off, that was actually not in every trailer. That was only in the Brazilian Sony trailer, I believe. It was it was also in uh, uh, one of the trailer ones that I watched on my PlayStation. It wasn't from uh, Brazil. Oh, yeah, because everyone was like saying like, oh, did Sony? Um, I don't know if it was Sony Brazil or something like that. Screw up because they showed that shot in particular mm-hmm. but yeah no, i know i i know when i know when that happened everyone's like speculations like i i yeah i was just like oh fuck i don't i don't know man but then everyone started linking the those photos of andrew garfield like as in his spider-man like on the wires like on the bars and stuff and he's like oh it's photoshops but then like there's like that whole scene yeah with the bars and stuff so I maintain that I am unsure. I don't really want to like say yes or no because I honestly don't know. And if they're in it, sweet. I I want to be the I I want to be surprised. I don't want to be spoiled that way. Yeah. Uh, are we gonna buy tickets to just all go see it? I think that they get released on the twenty on the twenty ninth. I think right, they go on sale. What? No, I'll do that. All right. I'll so we should look into guys. we should look into doing that. But uh, I mean, like, how are we feeling about it, though? Like, after seeing that second trailer and everything and and kind of like giving a small glimpse of where the plot's going and. I find it kind of interesting, like where Doctor Strange straight up tells a teenager, yeah, you're going to have to kill these people because they're technically already dead in their own universes. Right. And you're like, and Spider-Man's like trying to run away at the box and somebody tries to run away. But it's just like. So is like Doctor Strange gonna like force Peter to kill these people? <laughs> like, what's gonna happen? Um, but at the end there, like when the whole multiverse is like shattering, right? Like, 
be cool. If it's I mean, it's no it's it's just another version of like the blue beam into space as they always do in every single superhero movie. But yeah. I mean, it's kind of cool still. I'm hoping uh, for uh, Spider Pig. Yeah. Spider Ham. <laughs> Spider Ham. Yeah. Well, I mean, they did it in Enter the Spider Verse, so I can't even tell you no, it's going to be too silly. But hey, so, let's be honest, Nic- Nicholas Cage is going to show up in the movie. We all know that. <laughs> uh, I hope. Uh, hope Miles shows up. That is anything at all. Like I, so, I don't. Even... Did you hear about like? Did, sorry, did you hear about like Tom Holland and what he was saying like and all that stuff? Yeah, he wants. Up. He wants to evolve. He wants Spider-Man to evolve with him leaving the role and Miles Morales coming in. Well, like That'd he was saying, cool. he's like, he's like, if I'm doing this past thirty, then I'm doing something wrong. Yeah. yeah. And then he was just like, he's like, I think you know it'd be time. Like, I think it'd be great for me to move on. And then they bring in like a Miles Morales into the universe. I agree. I would. Uh, I mean, like, who would play that? I don't know. Like, I can't really think of anyone that I'd like to see play that. But like. It, it would be it would just be great. I mean, like I was actually telling you, so I finally saw I finally saw like um, uh, Shang-Chi, right? And uh, or sorry, Shang-Chi. And anyways, and so it, it's just amazing, like seeing like a Canadian Asian actor like skyrocket that hard. And then I don't know if you guys know, but they're doing a live action Avatar, The Last Airbender. Yep. <clears throat> and another Canadian is now going to play Uncle Iroh. Yep. Who's, yep. And they're both from the same goddamn TV show that started on CBC. <laughs> yeah. Um, convenience. Actually, yeah, the, the complete series is actually being released on the 23rd. It's a good show. If you guys ever watched uh, Kim's Convenience, it's really funny. Um, I, uh, I've, I've, I've watched the start of it, but I never, I've, it's funny though, because I, I, I mean, not that this matter isn't relevant to anybody, but unless you live in Canada, but uh, I, I do pay monthly for CBC. Oh, hell yeah. Um, do you know that the guy who played Aladdin in the live action or uh I guess technically live action. Uh Aladdin is Canadian as well. Yeah, I didn't know that. Um did you know that the same guy who's gonna play Uncle Iroh is also in the Mandalorian? Yeah, that's the guy who is uh actually Yeah, he plays a, a rebel. Oh, it's uh, the dad from uh Kim's yeah. Companion. Oh yeah. hell yeah, I didn't know he was that. playing Iroh. I was just yeah. going like I was just going like oh yeah mm-hmm, I yeah. understand no 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 yeah 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 it's it's uh, Appa and he's the it's one that they him. gave him uh, Wedge's helmet wasn't it uh Biggs or Biggs yeah no, he gave him Biggs helmet and he like literally profusely cried on set mm-hmm. so because uh he he was just like is this Biggs helmet they're like yeah and he just like cried just putting on the helmet that's so hard well, yeah, you know he man, he no he not just one oh yeah he did build his own his x-wing pilot costume is his own but yeah. like it's not even just that uh, other than the helmet the helmet that they they fitted a helmet for him specifically but he has like a full skill like stormtrooper mandalorian like he's man you follow him on if you have instagram or twitter man just go look at his collection it's ridiculous like it's it's fucking crazy and he's really cool. he's a huge nerd and it's really awesome he just i will say i think he's a little too young looking to play iroh but i think he's gonna do a great job he dye his hair gray and like give him a little little gray like yeah it's nothing makeup beard. can fix yeah. yeah he'll be he'll be able to do it um no before we get too far away from spider-man i just want to say you know what's one character i'm really surprised is showing up Sandman. Yeah. man because in spider-man <laughs> 3 Sandman was a really good part of Spider-Man 3, but he wasn't really, like, a bad guy, right? No. He's only fighting Spider-Man out of, like, circumstance, right? So it's just, like, seems kind of out of place, so I wonder how, if, how they're going to do it. Like, are they just going to be like, yeah, this is Spider- this is Sandman from another universe, not the one that we've seen kind of thing, like the Sam Raimi one? Uh, who knows? Like, Yeah, because I was going to say, has he ever actually played, like, a bad person, though? In the, in the original cartoon in the 80s, he was. Okay. In the comics, was, in the comics. it was just in the movie, yeah. they made him more sympathetic. I was even going to say, like, in, in the 1990 cartoon of Spider-Man, he also wasn't, you know, he was doing it to take care of his family as well. Hmm. Like, the same the same way that they took it, like, into the movies of episode three. The circumstances were, were ideally the same of, of why he was robbing, like, trucks, like, bank trucks and stuff. Hmm. So. Um... And it looks like 
Doc Ock gets taken out pretty quickly in the movie. Right, right just who? from the trailer, Doc Ock. Oh, right, because they're like he's he's in the like Doctor Strange's little magic prison thing. They're making fun of his name. Uh, I hope he breaks out because Doc Ock is really really cool, and I think it'd be uh, awesome. And I'd be kind of sad to have him get taken out like right away. He's well, my favorite I, I, Spider-Man villain, and the actor that plays him is brilliant. I was gonna, I was gonna say uh, theory-wise, I think the reason why they would capture him because he's the most he he is because of what you guys are saying. He is the most prominent like villain to show up in this movie, not like to the movie, I but mean, to all of us know, knowing him and stuff. Ah, uh, but everyone really did like two more, and they liked one. Not, I'm not saying well, that movie-wise, like, not comic-wise. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But anyways, and so. Um, I think the reason why they capture him is to like kind of make that link of like, oh, what's happening and like, uh, what do you uh, think? Yeah, go for it. But I was gonna finish my thought real quick. What types? But um, I was just gonna say, um, I think that he's captured to like theorize like, oh, like he's he's basically getting, like. Uh, what do you call it? Um, interrogated to help them. Yeah, well, not to help them, but like be like, you know, where are you from? Like, why do you say I'm not Peter Parker? You know, like because like he's just like you're not Peter and stuff like that. I think that'd be a really good idea. Like, and it's a really good callback too. Um, so to clarify, and, to clarify, I was going to say uh, no one can read that except for us. To clarify. Oh. Uh, 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 yeah. a, viewer, a viewer, a viewer said that uh, that they have uh, a theory that's been said to death, and they believe that because in the trailer, um, the actress that plays Mary Jane falls, and what we can't see if Spider Man saves her, and she says that I have a theory that Garfield is going to be the one that saves uh, Zendaya, who plays Mary Jane, uh, and redemption from uh, Amazing Spider Man Two, which is actually that's a pretty solid theory. I mean. Yep. Because they do, they do end on that note, and I and I, I think that's actually, I think that's actually they, kind of a smart thing to the, do if that happened. All you see is the hand, right? The spider yeah. the, in the glove. So it could be any of them, right? So I think that's really, really good. Um, also, like it also doesn't really like. I mean, I I don't know. I guess from my from me watching it, but like it goes from him like kind of being in a black suit to being in his normal suit to like, but like it doesn't really like. It just seems like so sporadic in the in the trailer that it's like, I don't know. It doesn't really seem to make, to like work together in a way. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so only reason why I have a little bit of insight into this is because they released the pop figures for, uh, Sp- uh Spider-Man No Way Home. Um, <laughs> and so I know, uh, so there's two different, uh, Dr. Strange costumes, right? And yeah. there's two different uh, Spider-Man ones. So, I like he probably his regular one from uh, like Tony Stark gets torn up fighting a Doc Ock, I imagine. So then he kind of goes back to his original like uh, Stark one from uh, uh, Homecoming. Then uh, it like Doc Strange kind of like like boosts it up with some magic, and then he's gonna end in the black one, I think. It's yeah. like black and gold, so I think it's gonna be like like vibranium tech and everything. But it's just it just seems from like the fight scenes though, like I, I it's just like okay, he's standing still in a black costume. But then like when you said they do that huge wide shot, and it almost would seem to me if I was to I mean, I'm not a director, but if I was to be a director or a movie writer, I would be like, Oh, hey, this wide shot is basically the last fight. Hmm. And he's in his normal costume. So uh, that's what I think. I think it's going to be the magic one where it has uh, like the Doctor Strange golden thing over the spider. Oh, okay. Yeah. We'll see. I don't know. No, I really like that idea, Olivia. I think that's uh, honestly, it'd be the only way to really make uh, Amazing Spider-Man really work with the universe because Amazing Spider-Man had its moments for me personally as a fan, but like, most of it were swings and misses. So the I think your your theory is probably the best one, even though, like you said, it has been thrown around quite a bit. And that was the viewer who said the statement earlier that I mentioned, just to clarify for people who can't view the video. Um. All right. So so we're all pretty much excited for for No Way Home. Oh yeah, absolutely. 
right on sweet cheese all right let's move on um so anyone who is new to the podcast or who is a long-time listener belgium we're looking at you oh, yeah, belgium. Uh, we started streaming every tuesday um we actually started streaming gloomhaven specifically which i think is hilarious because i'm pretty sure when we tagged it to gloomhaven last week people thought we were either playing the uh tabletop simulator or playing the, the steam video version of the game but uh no we were actually we were we were streaming the legit board game and we were playing uh for anyone who doesn't know gloomhaven is basically a one-time playthrough great game that comes with a booklet you basically read the story you pick a character uh, you can unlock new characters, unlock areas, um, almost like a very simpl- simplified Dungeons and Dragons, but with kind of everything done for you. Um, but the RPG stance more or less is the same. Um, it's a pretty fun game. Uh, we stream it. Yeah, like I said, we stream it every Tuesday. Uh, do you guys have anything you guys want to talk about regarding Gloomhaven or like experience wise or? I What I want to do <clears throat> is I want to play Gloomhaven. And then play dragons in afterwards, or no? What the hell is that called? Red dragon keep. That's red it. Dragon in. Yeah, red, red dragon, dragon in. in. They're pretty close. I like you just forgot the color, but it was really good. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you got you guys are both? Uh, you guys, this is basically your second experience with Gloomhaven. As for me, I've I've played like a few missions through already. So, like, what are your guys' thoughts on the game and stuff like that? Played a lot of tabletop games, and it's definitely the. Uh, the most like varied like there's a lot of different little things in this game that are completely different from any other game i've ever played uh um, such as uh dungeons and dragons mutants and masterminds oh, uh, sorry, oh sorry, sorry what i meant to clarify is what like what little things oh, do you oh, find yeah, yeah. yes um so like the, like, <laughs> like you said so um essentially continuously like this it's one meant for one whole playthrough like if you don't get the certain kit that andrew has right you're supposed to rip up your character sheets and everything like that and just throw it away right yeah. um so essentially like my character is like this roguish character and uh, you have a little card that has like the, that character's goal and once you complete that character's goal it just it's finished and done Right, that character is done. He, they leave, and they never want you. You never even play with them again. And you unlock he just a says, different Fuck character. Fuck you! I'm retired and walks off. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And you unlock a different character, and then you're that character for the next missions until you complete their or, like goal. Or or an already unlocked character you can choose as well. Um, and it's just like it's really interesting because uh, you when you especially when you play a lot of tabletop games, you become attached to the character you're playing. Right, you get used to a certain play style and everything like that, and it makes you really have to adapt, which is really interesting because when you play a lot of tabletop games, you tend to like go into categories. Either you like to play frontlines, or you like to play spellcasters, yada yada yada, like that, right? And with this one, like you could be playing like a rogue and then end up playing like a tank, or or then end up going to a spellcaster. So you're like your position can be all fucked up. So it's just nice. It keeps you kind of in- more interested in it because you're doing all these different things at once. Nolan, what what are your thoughts on the game? Like being as like again, you've played it only a handful of times. No, I, I really enjoy it. It's a lot of fun and. I remember I used to play a few games like that when I was a lot younger. And like Austin said, like you were either a tank or a wizard or something like that, or a cleric in the back. And this one, the characters are a lot more varied, a lot different. And no, I'm just really looking forward to opening up my next character. Well, I mean, you shouldn't, though, because I love your rat man. Oh, oh yeah, I have great. a lot of fun with him. I think he's yeah. great. Yeah, sorry. What what are you again? I don't know what his, his class is called. But he's literally a or rat something man. like that. But he's literally he's a, a rat, rat man. Yeah, because you're not. He's like some kind of like psychic or like telepathic. Okay. Uh, rat so, so you're, you're not guy. a tinker. You're not tinker. I can't remember what your name was. He, he summons rats though. Like he actually he has a minion. Was just he's like a, a vermling. Rats. A vermling. A vermling. Yeah. Um, and he doesn't I, like people. Let's just take a lot That's of gold. That's why I red dragon in afterwards and fuck you all. Nah. <laughs> Even I, though I was the first one out the last few times we played that. I I I I kind of equate this game as closely as I can with what would be like a, a video game in any shape or form, right? Like I mean and I and I say that because like you have a story that's already driven out with you. It's 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 
it's kind of it's linear for the most part i will say with side quests as you go but you 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 plays you start as a character you have your your ending career goal which is what austin said where your your um player retires you get to unlock a bunch of things you can play as a new character and continue on but it's it's just the fact that like it's it's one of few board games where you play and you're like okay what's actually going to happen or you have that thing being like okay like what's next like i really want to level up i really want to do this i really want to do that and you you have to keep playing the story to complete all these goals that you're setting out for yourself and i thoroughly enjoy that because like i I, I'm going to equate it to how I play Far Cry 3, where it's like, I want to get new things. I want to get new weapons. I want to get new um, gear. I want to unlock new perks. And that is ideally how this game plays out on its own, because as you level up, you unlock new perks. As you play through and complete missions, you unlock new weapons, new gear. Uh, you discover new areas where you can unlock like special weapons, special gear. You get treasure, which you never know what's going to be. Um and and it's it's a really interesting game in that aspect to where yeah you can grow close to your character and then just basically be like I can't play this person anymore for the rest of the game and you pick someone new but then you have like that whole you kind of and, and each character has their own set of skills and so you get to like relearn some things or play something different and and kind of relearn and re-strategize how you play the game without it seeming boring or like a huge drag down in a way so i to me that's like that's how i view gloomhaven in, in, in a nutshell and i mean if you have 150 bucks canadian or equivalent to your dollar value to throw around as a that is a highly anticipated game and i also learned that uh there is a version of that game that teaches you how to play which i didn't know about that would have been, that would have been pretty nice <laughs> You know what? I think in I think in hindsight though, like even if you were to like get be given a tutorial to like play through, um I think it's actually not too much at, at the start to dive into because the game is pretty forgiving at the start. But like as you progress through the dungeons and progress through the map and the world, it, it does get harder, right? Because like uh, you know, we we started playing together last year. Um, then obviously the pandemic happened and we couldn't play for a while. So then me and Victoria continued playing a little bit. And we got like, I don't know, maybe seven or eight missions in. And it, it gets it gets profusely harder. And even to play at your like normal difficulty of setting the monsters at your level, it is still to me quite difficult, actually, at from times. And now that we're playing with four players, all the monsters are on the map, all the elites are on the map, and, and it's trying to um it's just trying to work the way through that. So yeah. Um, next on the docket would be uh, Halo Infinite. I've got a nice early release for Halo Infinite multiplayer for Xbox's 20th anniversary, which was graciously shown by The Rock, if anyone remembers, 20 years ago. And um, I just want to know, you know, like it's been 20 years of Xbox. Uh, I know two or three of us have played Xbox. One of us, not so much. One of us is more recently new to it via game, uh, X-Pass. Game, uh, game, game Pass, Pass, sorry. X-Pass. Oh. Yeah, that's, what they, that's what they should have called it. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so so let's let's do a nice little walk down. Uh, we're going to lead up to the Halo multiplayer uh, Infinite because I know, I know Austin's probably watched some videos on it. I'm more than positive he has. Uh, Nolan has not played it, but I'm going to get him to. But, uh, Austin, let's talk Xbox. Let's... Uh, What's your experience? Uh, 20 years. 20 oh, years and Xbox One was Xbox One came out. Man. Do you have do you even have an OG Xbox? Yeah. Well, no, technically oh. I did not. Um oh. my uncle did. I used to go over to his house a lot, uh, when I first moved to my hometown. And uh yeah, no, I used to play a lot of Halo 2 and uh a Halo on that. And it got to the point where he just kinda like didn't want anymore. So he gave it to my older brother, and then I'd play it on that. Um, and I used to go to, I used to download any game, like any chance I'd get, I'd go to the movie, uh, the movie store and down, like rent any game I could possibly get my hands on. Right. Um, I didn't, I didn't officially own an Xbox until the 360, and I put an unhealthy amount of hours into Halo. And <laughs> an unhealthy amount of hours to the point where it's just like. I probably still know 
every single inch of every single map of Halo 3. I actually don't know who. I mean, anyone who's played the game, I wouldn't know who wouldn't, to be honest. But um, like, you know the exact layout of of all of the forge stuff to build get uh, build maps and everything like that. I know exactly where everything is. Um, and it got to the point where like it was still when I had bought my PlayStation Four on release when it came out. Um, I was still playing on Xbox because there was no games out on my PlayStation. And I wanted to buy an Xbox One, but it just it wasn't in the cards for me at the time. Um, but only real reason I had an Xbox is because I loved to play Halo, and uh, it was my like it was my game. I I didn't like it as much as anything else, right? Um, so any other like multiplayer game, it just didn't work out for me. Um, so when it came to like Halo, and I remember watching um halo 4 and then halo 5 and have how disappointing halo 5 guardians was uh it was just too much like call of duty and like battlefield it wasn't didn't feel like halo and then uh like i think it was two years ago uh e3 they showed off i was watching the microsoft conf- uh conference and they showed halo and it was like i almost got a little emotional kind of thing like that uh just because it, it was it was perfect like halo infinite looked perfect it was the trailer and everything like that and uh, uh i don't remember his name the character's name yet but uh his whole like story of his family and everything like that and how it plays master chief's theme as he like wipes the glass and he sees he floating there in the, like the space and it was it was it was awesome and i've been following if andrew's not kidding he kind of called me out but he's not kidding i've been following this game since it like came out uh like the first trailer and uh the multiplayer looks amazing i haven't had the pleasure of playing it yet myself um it looks like it's a mixture of like reach and uh three with a little bit of like spice of life from five in there um, where does combat evolved fit in the combat evolved is the very first halo oh is it yeah oh, so that's what I'm technically you reach is a prequel yeah, technically, yeah. Uh, uh, Reach is a prequel, but Combat Evolved came out, I believe, like what, like ninety nine. Uh, Combat Evolved came out in two thousand. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Combat Evolved came out like something like ten years before Reach did. Um, no, it'd be, but... it would be two th- it, sorry. Re, uh, Combat Evolved came out in two thousand one because it's twenty years of Xbox and Halo Halo One launched day one. Oh, okay, perfect. So, um, but yeah, so like my entire like gaming life on Xbox was for Halo. So, uh, with Guardians or not Guardians with uh, Infinite coming out here, and depending on how the campaign looks, at least from the hour like demos I've been watching people play, um, it is worth my time, and I think I will try to find a an Xbox or a way to play it. You can uh, you can actually play it on your you'll probably be able to play it on your um, computer. Laptop. Hopefully, it, laptop's well, if, pretty shitty. Well, no, because if you get Xbox Game Cloud, X Cloud, you can actually just get an oh. Xbox controller and you could just play it on your. You could get hey. Xbox Game Pass. You just have to you have to pay a little extra because you're getting X Cloud. Okay, no, that's fine. It, but then you can play on your. Uh, I think it's like what sixteen bucks a month or something like that. That's fine. Uh, and you can it's play all. Console. You can play all the Halo games already. Oh, you could play with me. And, you could play with me and Nolan. Oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah, it was. No. Uh, I will admit, it was pretty frustrating watching Nolan shoot you in the back in fucking Halo <laughs> One. <laughs> it's funny for the first little bit, but like after watching your shield and you go down to red health like four times, it wasn't funny anymore. No. Um, I have played uh, Halo Infinite. I've only played a few rounds. Um. I, I'm a little rusty, I think, and also the layout of the maps is a is different. It's very different, and and I say different because like I didn't play oh, even with Halo Four. It's really not much. Like, I didn't play Five or anything like that. But um, is it more like the layout's more like high up, and there's a lot more higher reach places because you have the grappling hook and everything like that? No, it's more like I kind of hate how they have the weapon. Like my one gripe with the whole thing is how the weapons are laid out. Really? So Why? The we- that? Because the weapons are always on the walls, but 
but like you and i mean like you learn kind of where they are and then they do drops and the drops are like invisibility or uh energy like powerful energy weapons and stuff like that which is fine like that's fine but I, I don't know it's just something and and to pick them up like it's a little more i find that to pick up a weapon takes a little longer than like you know going up and like hitting x and picking it up right so I think I think that's just that's like my, my one gripe with 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 the game is the weapon weapons layout and the way the weapon system is to pick things up and also because sometimes weapons aren't always there but they look like they're there and like I I'm sh- it, mm-hmm. like it'll be like a red outline which means like the weapon's not there but like when you're I mean for me it could be like my monitor but when you're far away it almost looks like it's there so you're like kind of running towards something and then it's not. Well, I mean, um, if it's a popular weapon, like it's like a power weapon, you should probably be hitting that way anyways, because you know other people are going to be there, and you can try to get points but it's, for your team that way. Well, it's not. So it's not. It's yeah. So it's not a power weapon. Like drops happen in specific times, and it actually shows you where the drops are and when the drops are happening for like more powerful weapons. It's just these are just more generic weapons you find on the map, right? Oh, um, like I know, the AMR. Yeah, 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 stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, some people have gripes. I know some people right now are having gripes with this with the game, like the seasons pass, because like so it's a grind um, and a half, apparently. It's not just that though, but like right now, so like you get weekly challenges. Um it's uh it's weekly challenges, and so you get like three challenges, and some of them just are really hard to do. Like one will be like, oh, like destroy three banshees in multiplayer but the thing is is like half the more than half the maps don't have banshees so like that's that's something that's super hard to like do right hmm. well so, i mean like not every map needs to be giant and have vehicles on it right some of the them is, be, are better to be smaller but when it's your challenge to destroy those vehicles oh. it's it's they're hard, no like big right? team slayer there is big team slayer then why don't you do big team slayer because there are only large maps on that one because it's 100 v 100 so i don't i don't yes but i don't or 50 v 50 know, sorry i don't know what vehicles are on each one i don't think a banshee's on every big team slayer though right it would be because uh they have to use the larger maps because if it was 50 v 50 on a small map it would just be horrible no I'm, I'm i'm not saying i'm not arguing the size of the map i'm saying i'm just arguing what vehicles would be on that map like they could be hornets instead of banshees you know what I mean? Oh. Like, like it, it just could be in the older ones. I, I like I said, I haven't. I've I've only watched yeah, one. I know, one no, map. I know, I know. Um, is one hornet and one banshee kind of thing like that? Usually on opposite sides. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't know. I haven't played Big Team Slayer, so I couldn't honestly say. I just know that like some things like that are just a little bit challenging for some people who play who are playing online. Do I care about the game pass thing, season pass thing? No, I really don't. I don't give a shit what my fucking Spartan looks like at all. Like, I've been playing Apex Legends for f- three years now. Still have the base skin? Yeah. No, actually, I have so many, like, high-end legendary skins from just playing the game. Like, it's just like, look, man, as long as it doesn't affect how I shoot people or the weapons I get <laughs> and shit like that, I actually do not give a fuck. Um, so I just have a question. Uh is recon like the special armor for the first set because i think that'd be really cool and a good callback to halo 3 i do not know because uh no and just just for you uh recon is an armor that Bungie used to give out to people uh for like i don't know community being good in the community having high skill competing in tournaments and everything like that or you could be like me and just email them like 30 times until they did go fine <laughs> leave me alone and then they give me recon, right? So, uh, yeah. Uh, so it'd be cool because it'd be, it was kind of like the very first exclusive armor from like any of like the Halo kind of multiplayer stuff. So it'd just be a nice callback. That's what I was asking. Yeah, I, I, I don't know, man. But I was gonna say though, like just just on the because we're right here and whatever on, on the conversation of um, Xbox's twentieth anniversary. I was actually in Brazil when xbox got released and it was super expensive there like even equivalent to canadian dollars it was expensive i think it was like close to like nine hundred thousand dollars or something like that and yeah and it was gross and uh <laughs> i mean it was an expensive console wow. to be, it was expensive to begin with though so i think on release wasn't it like four hundred dollars is i think it was at least at least two hundred dollars more expensive than PS2. Yeah, it was it was quite expensive. Um, 
anyways, and so I, my grandfather gave me some money while I was in Brazil and whatever, and it ended up being enough for me to come home. And I bought, uh, I bought an original Xbox with the Duke. And uh, I got Mech Assaults was the first game I got because I loved Mech Warrior. Super disappointed it was not like Mech Warrior. And it was that <laughs> fucking third. It was that third part, uh, third uh, person view, and not the first person view. That was. I thought you were. Garbage. I thought you were going to say Advance Wars because they just keep up with the lore. No, no, actually, <laughs> Advance Wars didn't come out yet. Oh. Uh, yeah, fuck. No, you're Advance Wars, bro. But anyways, <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, so I was a little disappointed. Um, but my first, I mean, on Halo's subject, my first experience with Halo was I had an Xbox, my brother had an Xbox, but, and I've told, I'm pretty sure I told the story before. Um, he was away for like a weekend or a week or whatever, and I went downstairs, snagged it, brought it upstairs, and I started playing on my Xbox, because like, I, as a kid, my parents didn't give me a curfew. And so like, I'd play Xbox on a school night till like, whatever. Or I'd play Halo play Halo on an Xbox on a school night. Did I say that sentence properly? I don't know. Words. Uh, I would play until like one in the morning or something like that. And uh, man, I fell in love with that game. And then Halo 2 came out and I was in high school. And I was super excited. And at the time there was Zellers before Target bought them all. Oh, Zellers. Fuck. And I went date on you there, buddy. (laughs) I went to Zeller's and I went to go buy Halo 2 and the guy's like, are you 18? I was 15 at the time. I was like, oh, no. He's like, oh, I can't sell it to you. And then his, his co-worker was like, co-worker was like, oh, man, don't do that. And then the guy, and the guy, <laughs> the guy who like I try, who was like telling me he can sell it to me, he was like, well, he could have lied to me. I'm not going to check. And I'm like, well, fuck, dude, like, then just sell it to me. Like, I'm here already. <laughs> so I actually had to go back to the other side of the mall and go get my mom and be like, hey, can I give you, can you like, you know, can we go do this? And, uh, and then I ended up with Halo 2 and man, I played, that was when Xbox Live launched, uh, was when Halo 2 came Great out. Name. It was, what was there first... an age restriction on it though? Uh, uh, you could be seventeen or eighteen. Yeah, I was mature. Yeah, you have to so be 17, seventeen to play mature games. Yeah. Well, you, you have to be seventeen. Yeah, according to Zeller's guy, you had to you <laughs> had to be seventeen. No ID required. Um, yeah. So, uh, I don't know. I think it's just to be like, if uh, parents complain and be like, "Hey, yeah. my kid was playing this game and then he like stabbed somebody. Like, this is your fault." The game company's like, "Well, it's a it's rated seventeen you're a bad parent for letting your kids play, play this game kind of thing like that. It's, it's yeah, in regard- defense. Regardless of this guy who insults me, he could still like drop the blame on my parents. It wouldn't have mattered. Like it's a, oh. it's a who said, she said situation. Oh. But anyways, also Andrew, I, uh, thinking of speaking of old halo, uh, like matchmaking and everything like that in lobbies, I sent, uh, a meme into the, the general discord for you. I um, want you to tell me how accurate it is. And uh, you know what, though, like, let's be honest, like Xbox Live back in the day, like a general conversation <laughs> and Xbox. Oh, no, I... It's wow. pretty good, man. It's pretty funny. That's what Among Us is like already. <laughs> a little bit, a little bit, but it's not not even close, man. You haven't lived like matchmaking until somebody's just... told you they fucked your mom like 30 times. <laughs> Okay, so here, here's a here's a thing though is that when I played Halo, teabagging was a teabagging came in like later. Oh, but, but like, but Halo <laughs> Two, man, like, man, racial slurs, like that shit just wasn't. I didn't experience any of that or people telling me like they're gonna fuck my mom and stuff. Like that came so much later in that series for me. Like, and I played online a lot, and that's when and that's when you went into a lobby and you could talk to the entire party. And then later mm-hmm. on, you went into a lobby, you could only talk to your team party. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I don't know, man. Like, I feel like when they took away like the opportunity to talk to an entire lobby, I feel like this game got so much more violent. <laughs> <laughs> well, because the best part was is you could talk to the entire lobby, right? In Halo Three, yeah. you could talk to the entire lobby. When you're waiting to get into the game, but the moment you yeah, go into yeah, the yeah. game, right, you can only talk to your teammates, right? But it was always awesome because you're sitting there, if you're and you're, if you're just like filleting everybody on the other team, right? You get into the lobby, you you walk into the, that that lobby like a big dick in a locker room, man. You're like <laughs> you're like, oh yeah, that's right, I'm here. You guys are all pussies. Like, how does it feel, right? And it's just like it was awesome because it was like, uh, 
it was like like the game right wasn't the fun part it was the uh what's it called the game the was talking. yeah the trash talking in the lobbies that was the fun part and it's like the way the, in before an mma yeah it was it was well it was it was good but um yeah so that was uh yeah that was my experience with halo 2 and stuff like that and i finally got halo 2 and then xbox 360 came out with halo uh 3 mm-hmm. and uh and odst and stuff and uh i ended up going through four xboxes not because of the red ring of death just upgraded slowly because like that console was amazing and uh, not as good as the PlayStation 2, but very, no, very, no, very good. No, but I mean, like, if I was to rank, I mean, I'm sure the Xbox Series S and X right now are like top tier. Like, don't get me wrong, but like, if if I was to rank everything, you know, if with my time being with those consoles and stuff, 360 is always number one. Mm-hmm. That console, that console was amazing. The UI was amazing. The games on there were great. Intuitive. Um, yeah. But like PS2, PS2 would have been with the original Xbox, and then you would have uh, like to me because they released PS2 came out in 2004. No, Xbox it was came out in 2006. That. It was 2006. The PS2, the Xbox 360. No, no, no PS2. Oh. Because I had a PS2 yeah, I think came out in like 2002, I... I believe. Yeah, yeah. No, it was so... before that because I had one for a couple of years before I left Kamloops. But and I left play- in 2002, so I think it came out in 2000. Well, I don't want to. But PlayStation... But I was never an Xbox guy because I was... That I makes, that makes sense, actually. Yeah, because PlayStation came out in, 19, I think, 1997, 1998. PlayStation 1 came out even 1999 in that, in that era. So, yeah, that makes sense to wait that amount of decades. Um, Yeah, but, uh, no, I, man, those are good games, good systems. And then... You came out March 4th, 2000. Really? When did PS1 come out? I, we've had this conversation before. We it definitely like have. Well, we also have talked about Halo in mu- uh, Music Behind the Games. 1994, yeah. December 3rd, PlayStation came out. Oh, wow, that long ago. <laughs> Your face! Your face! <laughs> <laughs> No way. That's what Google says. PlayStation introduced December 3rd, 1994. And you can believe anything on the internet, so. And actually, I was wrong about the Xbox 360. Xbox 360 came out 2005. But yeah, I I never played Xbox. The first Xbox game I ever played was Halo when we streamed it. Yeah, that was... was I was on... I always play PlayStation, and I remember when Microsoft first got into gaming, they had all the money, but they didn't have the games that PlayStation had, and a lot of people didn't think that Microsoft was really going to make a go of it. Well, I mean, the regular regular Xbox was a failure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it didn't do that well. Hmm. And Uh, so I just stayed away from it, and then eventually I moved abroad and stopped playing games for a little bit. 1995 yep. PS1 came to North America. Yeah, but Google says it was introduced. No, that Japan, 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 Japan. It came out in Japan that year. Okay, it's true, but still, still five no, years. No, no, no. I know, I know, but like, <laughs> I mean, at least, at least to me, like 1995 made a little more sense. <laughs> still, I, I wish I had a screenshot your face. <laughs> it's, it's, on, it's on Twitch. Don't worry, you can watch it whenever you want at this mark. <laughs> At the one minute and forty four second mark, <laughs> or one, one hour and forty four second, um, yeah. Okay, so and then Nolan, I guess Xbox Game Pass was really your introduction to anything Xbox at all. Yeah, oh, man, Halo. It's just there's nothing like it. You know, like I play a lot of Destiny, as we've talked about on the podcast a lot. I've been fucking enslaved to Destiny for long but uh it's still like nothing just feels like halo man nothing it's it's old faithful and i'm happy it's back yeah it's a good game um all right well i had more to go on but it was mostly just like what we have going on in our lives and we can do that next episode um i think we're gonna stop there with halo uh gloomhaven and the spider-man no way home trailer it was a bit of a short episode this week because i get to edit it and it makes my life so much goddamn easier. If you want to watch the full episode unedited, everything, you can go to www.twitch.tv 
slash one p four n, and you can watch uh you can watch a whole fucking thing, video and all. <laughs> oh, the whole want. fucking thing. Whole fucking thing. You can you can <laughs> sit here and watch me be by myself for thirty minutes, <laughs> doodling on my face. I was on the uh, Twitch thing. I was. Uh, watch it I all. seen you. I seen you go live at like three o'clock at work, and I was sitting there. I was like, I want to click it, but I'm playing music through my phone right now. Oh, <laughs> uh, I was just playing Far Cry. How is it? Uh, it's good. It's uh, it's fun to go back to actually, and and it didn't age awfully. Um, I think the fact you can't climb and jump over whatever the fuck you want is kind of annoying. I also like the NPCs in that game are stupid, very so. dumb. I know, because I was riding on a boat trying to commandeer one of their boats, and so I was like, oh, if I stop in front of the boat, he'll stop. Nope, just right through me, killed me instantly. Just no no lead of shame whatsoever. Um, if you need help getting shark fins for uh, upgrading your, your holsters, just get a boat, and you can run over sharks. Oh, no, I've, I've actually... It's like kills them. I, I, uh, I, I've actually already... I'm on like the... <laughs> you weren't expecting that, Nolan, were you? I'm on like the sixth <laughs> mission, and uh, I'm almost have maxed out most of my crafting material. Yeah. So, so I, mean, I love how in video games you can just kill all these animals that are endangered in real life, and it's like, oh, it's just fun. We'll just run them all over. Fucking Dude, kill. The, the, you, the tigers you, you, are the really scary ones, man. Tigers will you fuck do, you up. Uh, you do. Um, you uh, not if you have a bow. They're actually pretty easy to kill with a bow. The three shots I, and they're dead. I was a ch- I was cheap. I waited till uh, because after a while they would. Uh, like uh, the pirates would capture tigers and leave them in cages so you can shoot, you them, shoot them and then they run out but like uh-huh. it would it, it was like a double it was a double entendre because i was also trying to catch the outpost but then i also got to skin a tiger because all the pirates had killed the tiger so i was like oh this is perfect yeah i uh i it, the worst part of that game is when you like or like when you do the hunting missions and you have to go hunt for like a rare golden tiger you're like yeah there's only one of these on the island and you are gonna go kill it uh, all right cool whatever man i guess whatever you have to like oh so our cry through is such a good game yeah it's, it's the pretty best solid. far cry game i have been so close to buying six i literally sit there and look at it for a while it's like 20 percent off right now on on ubisoft and then get another 20 percent off so i get it for like 50 bucks but i'm like yeah. man if i just if i just like i mean look at guardians of the galaxy is going on sale for half off you should like, do next, it you should do next it next week well i'm guardians just saying galaxy is way better than six if i just wait if i just wait a little bit i can just i can i can just get far cry six for for it's a fun like if you're into like just dicking around and like i don't really want to do any i just want to dick around it's a fun game should if, uh you should stick to just cause then because that's the whole point of the game I love that game. I love I Just Cause so much. I love it more and I love Far Cry though. Because yeah, like you, Far you Cry can... three is by far the most definitive one. You know why? Because every like forty games that's come behind it has been just Far Cry three in the Himalayas. In the Himalayas. Back in time. Uh fucking <laughs> I uh I didn't I didn't like five, but I think I didn't like five because the map was and I, I don't I mean I don't know. This might be only like great. Pet mechanics. It was no the the map was too big. <laughs> it was too fucking big, man. This game's you know, too big. Like I mean, like Far Cry, Far or sorry, Just Cause Three has a huge map. Don't get me wrong, but like traversing that map is pretty quick and easy. Well, you can just get a jet dropped for you, pretty much. Yeah, anywhere. right. Or you, yeah, you can just fast travel wherever you want, right? Like in that sense, which is like, and I'm not saying you can't do that in Far Cry uh, Five. But like all you know, you can get a plane, like a propeller plane, mm-hmm. that only goes like so fast and stuff. But like, and like, there's just there's too many outposts, and I don't know. I mean, like, it was just, <laughs> it was too much. It was too much of a good thing. Um, and I didn't really, and I didn't really care much for the story either, actually. Uh, well, see, that's the thing. Like for me, it was always like the villains. Like Voss was awesome, and I mean, like the yeah. like Voss's boss, like the true last uh, like villain of Far Cry Three, wasn't amazing. But like yeah. Voss was awesome, and then when Four Pag and Min was really really interesting because it like you find out like spoilers for a game that came out for the Xbox 360, but uh, you find out that like. Every option you choose it, by killing Pagan Pagan Min, you really fuck over the co- the country, right? Yeah. Every option's much worse. 
You can and also just wait you, in the mansion until he shows back up and just kill him there. Super fun. Uh, no, you can. What you also can do is just like just beat the game by just waiting in the mansion, and then he takes yeah. you up to the very end of the game. You're like, he's like, yeah. all right, let's go shoot some shit, and it just ends. Yeah. And you're like, it's like, should I stay or should I go? Yeah. Um, like the best part about six is the villain game that they that they came out with, where you it's like everything's reversed. Yeah. Right? So you can play as Voss, you can play as Fang and Min, right? You can play as the fucking weird cult guy from Five. Um, I think that's the more interesting one because, like, the story was always really amazing with Three and how, like, it implemented itself. And that's the one that I'd be more interested in, right? Um, I don't care about this rock-up backpack that would totally, like, rip you in half if you ever used it in real life. No? Yeah. No, I don't know. I, uh... I, I've already I, I I bought the stupid Skyrim anniversary edition, so that's enough for oh. me for this month. Yeah, I did it. I did it. You did only it. did it to piss me off. I, I, I also I also also because it's so easy because it comes with all the stupid mods, so it just kind of makes my life a little easier. Why didn't you just buy the regular one for like like eight dollars on Steam and just download the mod so, manager and make so, your own mod, so, download your own so, mod? So I had the original one. And then you just, and then and then you just you just spend like the ten bucks, and you you get the upgrade. You just you don't have to pay full price. Okay, that's not as bad then. But it's just like, so, fuck. Yeah. why do you bring it up? You just pissed me off. Like, just it's a good way to end it. I just want you to go to bed, angry. It's what I. Thought <laughs> it's a great way to gaslight Austin. Yeah. Uh. All right. So on that note, I'm. Uh, I think we should end it here. I'm gonna probably get off and play Skyrim the anniversary edition and uh enjoy all those nooks and crannies they added <laughs> go fishing you know all that fun stuff um remember you can always support us on the acast supporting system you can find it in the descriptions below uh all the money helps to us do this better uh and just if you support the show and, and then we can like eventually do t-shirts and shit which would be awesome uh, you can also go follow us on Twitter and Instagram at one podcast for nerds. You can find us on Twitch at one podcast for nerds. Um, it's not at, it's just one podcast for nerds. Just search that up. No at symbol. Uh, you can watch the full episode, uh, video recording of this episode and you can watch us stream board games every Tuesday at six. So we'll say seven, 7 PM because it took us a while to set up last time. Well, and just do some prep work before we get there. Yeah, Andrew, God, I'm too busy playing Skyrim. And so it's just, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, on that note, we will see you all back here on Twitch at 7 p.m. next week, Saturday. And see you all Tuesday at 7 p.m. if you want to watch us stream some awesome board games of us playing Gloomhaven and I guess the Red Dragon in afterwards. On that note, uh, I'm going to say goodbye. Right. Bye. Right. Cheers, all. <laughs>